This week's episode of Drunk Week in Review is brought to you by the letter L for legal brief, mostly so Cody doesn't get us sued. Anyway, here we go. The views and opinions expressed in this show are solely those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or position of the host employers. Any content provided by our host is their opinion and is not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, entity, individual, or anyone or anything. Enjoy the show, y'all. All right, everybody, get your dance on. This episode is just J.M. and Cody. God damn it, Aaron and Cody. See, maybe we've never done this before, Aaron. I told you. Because it, di- it didn't just roll off my tongue like it should have. Aaron and Cody. We're going to leave that in. Yeah, so J.M., uh, he had the pee poops. Uh, we couldn't get our special guest, Jonathan, on. Because we don't know how to invite someone without James' account. He's our real dad, I guess. That's absolutely true. I mean, he does follow most of the rules. So that checks out. He's a... Yeah, like, I've been a dad longer, but he's, like, kind of always been, like, a dad. Like, he's super into baseball. He sticks to rigid schedules. He hangs out at Buffalo Wild Wings. He's got like a standing spot at multiple karaoke spots. He's been in bowling leagues. JM's kind of always been a dad. Have I ever told you about the JM advice that I got? No. He was like, hey, pal, you've been deployed twice and you're divorced. Get your shit together. Was like the sum of the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like him. Right? You know, or... He wasn't trying to call me out too hard, but he was like, writing's on the wall, buddy. Get your shit together. Yeah, it's one of those, hey, look around. The problem might be you. And you're like, "Uh, you're not supposed to say it like that. That's mean. (laughs) Yeah, well, sometimes you need that. (laughs) You know, I agree. Every now and then, a a nice, just, you know, just blunt wake-up call will do you some good. I had that happened back in February. I had like a ego death with some mushrooms where at the end of the trip when I started or, or like in the middle of the trip, I was like bawling my eyes out cause I had a realization that I'm the problem in my life. Good God. Did you yeah. Take, I was like, did you like 10 milligrams too much, two grams too many? Oh man. I don't remember, but there are classifications of the mushroom and this one would have been top, top uh classification i think it's called uh the penis envy so i mean anything called penis envy probably does like have some like specialized nest to it that's like hey make this guy think about what he doesn't want to think about a bigger like penis dong. envy you know like penis envy like it's a good catch-all like you never want to know you have penis envy then you have to be confronted with it yeah well, I mean, I can't say that I've seen a, a nicer one, but uh, some of them out there, at least from what the internet shows me, it seems like there could be a nice one. It's a numbers game. You just know there is. 
There's yeah. always a nicer one. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like you can be the best, like the hottest chick at your high school, but then you travel, you're like, oh, shit, there's other high schools. Oh, and, 100%, dude. And then that they is all go true. to the University of Alabama for rush week. Yeah, I wouldn't know nothing about that. It's a uh, some, it's like a it's like a known like I don't know. There's like videos from hell where like it's during their like University of Alabama rush week for like sororities, and the like they open the doors. This is like nightmare chanting, like oh god. But uh, like it's just like a common trope. Like that's like where the hottest girl of every high school goes in Alabama to go do rush that, and then it's just like a house full of like. Just because of the show, you know, you can always be a big fish in one pond, but maybe not the next pond. It's probably a better way of uh, living your life, being a, a big fit or a, being a small fish. I don't know. Teach like you a little bit of humility, I hope. Do you ever think, like, just driving through, I know I do, when I drive through small towns, I look around, I'm like, okay, there's local business here. There's That's a lawyer uh, that, you know, that's a, an accountant. It's like, it just, you know, it's hard to think like the idea is like, all right, cool. I'm qualified to be a lawyer. I'm going to go to be a lawyer in a town 150 miles from Austin just for fun. Like, this is my calling. I want to be the lawyer in this town. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's weird to me. I but mean, not, but the guy case, you buys are a, a big, big fish house in a small and, pond. Uh, he just lets his career do the rest, you know? Yeah, like, he's like, no, I'm the finest lawyer in this here county. Like, okay, cool. Let's... Well, dude, you don't even have to be the finest lawyer. You just have to be mediocre. Yeah, I mean, you got to be the guy. I'm the best lawyer in this county. Everyone comes to me when they need help. Or they need to fuck someone over. Anyhow, mm. do we have actually have a topic for this episode? Uh, I thought we were just smoking pot and hanging out. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, that's uh, for the more visual part of the audience, which is just me and you. Um, yeah, no one else can see us. Yeah, so I had some, uh, it's called, uh, where is it? From 3C. It's the 3C Tahoe OG strain. Some pre-rolls I smuggled from California. Oh, how was your trip? Oh, that was like a month, like a month and a half ago. It was good. Oh shit! Okay, we talked about it. I think. I don't know, man. We we might have, and I just missed it. But uh, I mean, that wouldn't be surprising these days if I missed something. Yeah, no, it was great. Got some hair of a beach time. Just you know, it's uh, when you travel. I don't know if you're, do you ever like look at your uh, steps on your phone? Oh, I absolutely do because <laughs> it's fun to just rack them up, dude. Yeah, because during the week, you're never fucking closing the rings on your phone. But you, all of a sudden, you go travel. You're like, yeah, yeah, I guess it'd be a good idea just to walk the mile instead of getting a cab just because you're trying to save money on vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> or, or you just think about it different. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, we could just walk it. Why Why bother with a taxi? Dude, that sounds like San Diego for real. But, I mean, I did ride the bike a lot, so. Yeah, just like here in Georgetown, we would you know, my wife and I would never consider walking to our little, like, little downtown square. It's a mile and a half away. 
But if you're using Google Maps and it says, oh, yeah, it's like 25 blocks away, you're like, oh, yeah, we could walk 25 blocks. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, we just you know, walked a mile and a quarter. You where you live that. and where you the Georgetown Square is is not like exactly home. like a super awesome walking trip. You might be able to do that on a bicycle and go do something for the afternoon. Yeah, uh, you don't want to be a cyclist in this town. It's not just, well, you have to be creative with your trails. Like by my house, there actually is just down the hill a trail that will take you from you know, like two miles. Like it's ends up being like a nine mile trail, but you can go essentially east west of the highway the highway on it oh red like, yeah so like i don't know like you could wanted to you could walk and be like at the square in like 30 minutes i guess so what you can't like get on a beach cruiser and cruise the sidewalks all the way to square uh you actually can that's the that's why yeah this trail you could do that yeah red like it's 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 a hike, but you could do it. Hmm. A friend of mine's doing something a little more aggressive this weekend. He just started a uh, a trip from here to Central Washington, which I think he's going to be logging like a hundred miles a day. But he's going to do like a day off in between each major leg. So I think it's going to be like 150 miles today. Take a breather tomorrow. And then uh, the following day, go somewhere else. I don't know. He has, to do that, he has to do that back, too? Yeah, I think he's going to come back. Um, but it's going to be more like uh, he's doing a circle situation. So it's maybe it's like, not as monotonous. So is this over two weeks, or is this a week? I think like seven days total, eight days. Damn, He, just he is bison. hoteling it, so... Okay, so he has like a tiny backpack and he just goes to hotels. Right. And yeah. yeah, hotels, take a shower, go find a brewery, drink a bunch of beers, take the next day off, and then go do the next thing. Damn, just like, because he can? Yeah, ma'am. Is he like some divorce guy? Oh, he's got a girlfriend. Lives with her. Oh, so, okay, yeah, he's he kind of just can go fuck off. I was like, who has the time just to go do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, having friends with kids, that becomes very apparent. And oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, no, I can't do seven days riding a bicycle with you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I uh, understand. It's wild. You know, you got your little, your little anchor points back home. You're like, uh, you know, well, I could be doing something useful with my time. Like, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I would this, really this, do. This episode is going to be unlistenable. <laughs> we don't have to talk about anything. That's the the joy of this whole thing. I just think it was like, man, no one, no one's getting anything out of this meandering conversation, and it's just going to be, what if this is the one that a million people listen to? <laughs> like, for some reason, this one goes viral. All right. Let's talk about something else. Fucking A, man. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We got to talk about something. We got to pretend, right? Um, yeah, I don't I've know. been catching up on some, some Lex Freeman podcast, and he's been doing some interviews with like other commentators uh, for the, the political stuff. So um, I didn't watch 
the one with Ben Shapiro because I just I I want to keep hating Ben Shapiro as I think he is. Oh yeah, you don't want to like listen to him, like you know he has good points, right? So that is absolutely my bad. But like this other dude came on there and he's like um, he's from the other side. He's just like liberal dude, and I was like, I still fucking hate this guy. So I don't know. It's just like it. It's a reminder of why I hate engaging with it and just being uh, paying attention to the spectacle of it. It's exhausting. It's just like who's gonna one up who the next day, you know? Yeah, like in today's day and age, people say things like on Twitters and shit, and they say it just to stay relevant in people's mouths. Like, like we don't need to hear Ted Cruz's opinion about a Target in Minneapolis, that kind of thing. But he'll comment on that thing, like you said, just to score of the next point. It's exhausting, ma'am. That's that's my read. Yeah, it's just he it's had just something hard. like very. He said something about like a mass shooting, and maybe the prayer wasn't enough, and he tweeted it, and he got a, like a a bunch of negative feedback. And you know what kind of ticked me off was like. I know why he said it, and he he goes into depth with Lex on why he said it, but it still seems to me like we shouldn't be trying to just tweet to to tweet the other side or whatever. It's just annoying stuff, you know? Yeah, just some way of staying in. Like, now there's just so many concerns. You're like, oh, well, I'm super worried about X, Y, Z in Kansas. Like, dude does not affect your local life. People have no awareness of local versus, you know, not their problem. Yeah, I wonder what that makes me, not wanting to engage and just being kind of like super hands-off with that stuff. Like, what kind of what kind of demographic do I fall into when people start talking on TV about voters, you know? Like, it makes me wonder what I actually am. Um than what I think I am. And it used to be, man, I'm a political activist. I know all this shit. And then, you know, the more I look at it, the more it's really, really frustrating and I don't want to have anything to do with it. So it's just, it's exhausting. Yeah. And I just think like you reach a point where you start looking more insular. Like that's what happened to me. It was like, ah, you know, I'm more worried about what's going to affect, you know, my life versus, standing up for something happening in Alaska. Right. Yeah, it's been like my great big checkout. Man, I care yeah. about environment stuff, for real. That's that's one that I'm I'm pretty like pretty fired up about. Like the the more we can reduce our impact on on the planet, the better. You like leave a place nicer than than when you left it, kind of thing. And you're like, man, I exist, and I I've absolutely smashed like a fucking glass bottle on a street. You know, like I left a place not as nice as it was before I was there. You know, like I've been a yeah. turd before. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, like you uh, you talked a lot about just like reducing your carbon, you know, footprint and all that. Yeah, 
don't know. Uh, it's hard to think that way sometimes. Like I, I've been definitely like more mindful of upusing things, recycling things, like as much like I don't just mean like putting out more recycling, like you know repurposing stuff. Like um, yeah, shit, I think. <laughs> I don't even I don't even throw away scrap lumber. I just like keep it like, you know what? There could be something with this measurement soon. So she's got like random ass fucking planks, my girl. Hey, on that note, I do have a correction from a few weeks ago. Uh, I was kind of bitching on this subject and uh I said something about like see Tacoma food waste, yada yada yada. Well, as it turns out, you can take food waste and have that processed with your yard waste. Yeah. Just and it, it was just like Dude, of course you can. It's just going to go to a compost bin at the city dump, you know? Yeah. So uh, there's there's the correction, and that's what I've started doing. You know, you put it out. Like, um, if you're worried about critters, well, you know, you've already got yard waste. Just pile it on top of that. So it's just like smothering whatever, and then it just goes away. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just stoked that like I have I've come up with some stupid way of reducing how much like garbage I make or how much methane yeah. gas comes off of the whatever garbage is coming out of my house. I'm just I'm trying to figure out how to be more mindful about my usage. So it's uh anyhow. Yeah, I mean, we've had such a move to being like a throwaway culture and that that sucks. You know, Isn't like that trippy, yeah. Like, oh man, I can just buy that shit on Amazon. Fucking a, you know, like it's yeah, that you easy. You get anything you could think of. You can have your house in forty-eight hours at the most. You're like, oh, you know, I need a bottle of aspirin, but not today. But soon I will. <laughs> it just shows up. Yeah, man. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's a. But we're like we're disposal, but we also want it immediately. It's yeah, like they're just even furniture. It's like, oh yeah, I'm moving. I'll just toss this. Whereas, you know, hundred years ago, you're like, no, fuck that. Every piece of furniture in this house, we now put this in a wagon. We're moving west, dude. A part of it for me, I can say, is definitely a little bit of an ego thing too. Where I'm like, man, I don't want to be the neighbor that every time I put out my garbage, I have a stack of garbage out the top of my fucking garbage can, you know, like for once it would be nice where it's like my garbage can not be full. Like, can I reduce how much stuff is getting moved through my house? Once you're throwing away, you know, two or three bags of diapers, you'll never have an empty trash can. Jesus. No. (laughs) Oh man. And I'm telling you now, diapers is one thing you want to be disposable on. You Anyone who's trying to do cloth diapers, fucking, that's insane. But they're out there. That's insane. Some things you want disposable and you want them out of your fucking house. Like, yeah, man, when the kids are real young, we're going through diapers even faster. Like, now it's only, like, three diaper changes a day tops. Like, they're holding it. They're pooping only, you know, one to two times. But when they're little, little, man, they would just shit so much. It'd be messy, disgusting all the time. 
And we would have like four bags of diapers <laughs> in a week. It is nuts. Like my trash was constantly just overflowing. But now, yeah, now it's different. Like at two, it's we have. We think we're thinking about potty training soon, which is crazy to think about. Congratulations. Oh yeah, I don't know. Becoming a parent, it's a mind fuck. I I cried tonight. Uh, <laughs> there's this book. <laughs> My daughter's like, D- Dad, Dad, read. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've read this book before. I know it's good. and it's like shattering. It's about this mom and her son like through the years, and then it ends with like the mom dying and he's holding mm-hmm. her. It's like, it's fucking, it's it's deep and dark. This little children's book. So just like you've talked about this one before. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, every time I read this book, I cry. It's insane. Like, that's awesome. I couldn't get I couldn't get through. I'm like, all right, we're done with this. Like Mackenzie was losing interest. I was like, why this book? Like we have books about grumpy monkeys. Hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. You ever go down this trip? Uh, becoming a dad is is super weird. I'm sure JM either knows it or he will know it. He's in that uh. That tougher phase. My brother-in-law's too. Just they're they're still newborns, and there's not a whole lot to do as a man. You know, like you're not offering sustenance. So that part sucks. Sounds really tough. I uh, I have no frame of reference, and uh, I've had my friends talk to me about it, and uh, like, you're like, nope, I don't get it. Uh, well, I mean, I understand the words that they're saying. I don't understand how dark it is because, like, I can only understand how things are dark for me. And you're like, oh, wait, there's a world out there that's even worse. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's a trip. What are you sipping on these days? Uh, right now I'm doing a an electric jellyfish. You've mentioned that one before. Yeah, I think I might a, even had one or two. Yeah, it's probably the as far as like hazy IPAs, it's the best and biggest one in Texas. I would say. Okay. Yeah, like I'm kind of off on hazies for the most part, but like I'll always do like a electric jellyfish. But uh, I've been really digging. Just kind of lagers more. Just uh, there's a really good brewery out here in Texas that does like as close to German as possible style. So their lager is top notch. Man, that's that's me too these days. Uh, although I I do have an IPA in front of me, but like, man, a good lager or a pilsner, man, that's off the hook these days. So. Yeah, wish we had Jonathan here to talk about the Bud Light thing. Like he has a really good pulse on like, nope, they're back to twenty eight percent below market share now. Oh yeah, I I got an earful about that stuff earlier this week because I mentioned that I I knew something about it, and then at the end of the conversation, I was just like, man, it's exhausting. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, back to like the discourse thing. Like, why is anyone why does anyone care about this? And right, because they can just fucking make noise yeah it, it reminded me of pepsi doing the uh and the pepsi to the cop during the oh. <laughs> like oh shit why do we think about that just give them a pepsi that's what we're missing 
Right, right. I don't know. It, it just... That's where we live these days. Not whatever. But I, I don't really have a good pulse on it. How uh, How's your last week been? Um, we finally got the dogs to stop having diarrhea after nine days. We have four dogs. So they all just like got this. So it ends up being, we're pretty sure it's the dog food. But like the dogs were sick for nine days. We were at the end of our fucking wits of cleaning up liquid magma dog shit four times a day and all throughout the night. And finally, like Brittany's like looking at the dog food and she's like, this looks weird. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, ah, it's not right. And so then she gets, it's like Purina one natural or something. Supposed to be good. And, uh, she sees on Amazon, all these like recent reviews about there being, they don't know what, but like the dog food looks weird. And sure enough, there's like weird, like spore looking things in there. Like, um, you know, most of the foods like stamped like a triangle. Right. And there's a bunch of weird, odd shape shit in the food and you know we had to go spend all this money on vets to like get anti-diarrhea meds that's fine and that was kind of working but the moment we identified that changed out the food they stopped having liquid shit so prena one dog food is it's on site because i deal with dog shit for nine days so it's like you you don't really want to even leave the house because you don't want to like miss your dog shitting in the house so you can get him outside. Uh, it was yeah, it sucked. But oh, yeah, it's, man, sorry to hear that. Oh, it's a strain on the. I know the I know the dogs feel bad, so that sucks. You know, it's a strain on like us. We're like we're constantly just on edge, mad about cleaning dog shit and human shit. <laughs> but the human shit a lot easier to clean. Like I said disposable diapers that's the way to go <laughs> yeah so coming off of just those guys done shitting uh you know works fine i'm happy to be working so that's good um yeah it's you know it's raising these kids every day is hilarious sounds awesome <laughs> it really is like it's it's dorkily awesome I, you know, I like it i'll buy that man and i do let's kick ass Fucking A, man, like, you cooking anything cool these days or what? Uh, I just did, like, a sheet pan Jamaican jerk, like, veggie roast thing. And I cheated and used, like, store-bought jerk seasoning. And it the flavor's almost there. But, like, I've done, hand like, homemade jerk seasoning. Like, if I've got the time to, like, and I have all the fucking spices, I can whip it together. But so I cheated did like the store bought shit and I just it could have been spicier, but it, it turned out good. Like I even did Brussels sprouts. I'm trying to be an adult and eat more vegetables. Yeah, so it was like Fuck that, roasted man. sweet potatoes, Brussels sprouts, onions, and uh, uh, a red bell pepper, and and a squash from my garden because I have a garden and there's a lot of food. There we go. I've had two tomatoes, one jalapeno, a bunch of string beans. And then uh, I made my own salad. Like I pulled arugula and mustard spinach and regular spinach like from my garden and ate a fucking salad. I had to rinse it like five times because I poured myself the salad 
after a one rinse, if I see like a bug crawling through it, it's like, oh shit, missed a bug. So I like take everyone's salad, like Brittany's salad, and I'm like, nope, not yet. <laughs> I rinse it again, like four times, just like combing through every leaf. I'm like, I'm not eating a beetle. That's so funny. And that's how it is. It's pretty fun, though. Yeah. And, and the food quality that comes out of it's excellent. My tomatoes were fucking dope. Super good. And then, hey, man. Uh, fry up a burger a, and then make a make That's a, what I did last throw night. Throw a mater I on a, there. I made a, I made a hey, burger attaboy. with my tomatoes. Attaboy. There we go. Or yeah, was, a homemade pico, sick. especially with that pepper you're talking about. Yeah. Just I grab a white get, onion. And you get some mozzarella and make a caprice salad because I have basil and also have a lot of mint. Like, mint, I have a actually have a mint problem right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't JM tell you about that? Yeah, the peppermint is actually strangling out my spearmint in my garden. Like, I have a raised garden bed, and yeah, the peppermint's starting to choke out the fucking spearmint. Yeah, slap it back into into shape, man. I don't know. I'm just like watching it go. I'm like, what's gonna happen here? We've got yeah, oregano so like, and um, thyme. They got some time going. But yeah, it's like I make all these uh, tiki like craft cocktails. And so I just like I always get to go in my backyard and grab some mint for garnish. I'm like, oh, I have plenty of mint. Oh, I made oh. a, I, I used all my own mint for mint juleps uh, during the derby. There. There we go. I was yeah, going to ask you about the mint it. julep next. OK. Oh, I can be making those all the time and I like those. Yeah, it's, I do too. It's a super weird drink. Like sugar, mint, and whiskey. I mean, I'll buy that. And that's all it is. Like there's nothing else. It's mint, sugar, <laughs> and whiskey. There's no other ingredients to that drink and it's so good. The mojito is the same thing. They just add Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, lime. Well, it's mint, lime, and sugar and, and rum. Sugar and rum. Yeah, man, mojito slaps, dude. Oh fuck yeah! When um, when I was in uh, we were in Belize, like there's a spot where you can get a frozen coconut mojito in a coconut shell, and they're fucking twenty bucks a piece. But I don't give a fuck. I drink like three of those. They're amazing. Oh, sounds delicious. Yeah, so it's like all the mint blended. Oh, so good. Hell yeah. So what do you got coming up? You got any races, any camping trips? We got some camping up in uh, central Washington coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, I've been taking some times off, time off the bike. Um, lower back just finally started seizing up. Yeah, so we're doing yoga, man. Right, right, right. Got to start including that on my in my routine. So that, that gets you right. But, I mean, as the routine as is right now, I can stand quite a bit of wear and tear. I just need to, uh, I didn't even think about including that uh, mobility stuff. But, man, really enjoying summer out here. The last two weeks have been my favorite time in Washington, which is where, you know, in the morning I need a flannel on. In the afternoon, I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. You know, you know, it's like shorts and a hoodie, you know, smoking weed in the garage. It's it's fucking awesome, man. Like 
this is my favorite time of year is right now. So. Yeah, that's cool. We're in, we're already in the high nineties here. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. I like all of our like good weather time is like dirt. You get a little bit in like March, sometimes April, May, and beginning of June, but like it gets to oppressively hot pretty fast. You talking about like good weather being like what? You know, somewhere between like the morning is like maybe the morning it's 59 or 57 and the afternoon is like 78. That's, I mean, that's beautiful right there. Yeah. There's something about the way the sun comes around the corner around here where it just absolutely fries motherfuckers. It's trippy. Really? Yeah, man. Like a weird Washingtonian sunburn? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're like, it's 9 o'clock, and my left eye is burned because I've been, you know, in a northward-facing <laughs> position for 35 minutes. And you're like, dude, it was only 35 minutes. Like, that's nothing. But you're like, the sun was just, like, coming down at this weird angle. Anyway. Um, it could be hot in just, just the weirdest way and I can't explain it, but you know, I, I certainly don't have it for as long as y'all do. So, you know, yeah. well, y'all like, that was the last October when y'all had like in the hundreds or is that two years ago? Hundreds. Yeah. The heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the crazy yeah. heat wave. And August. Y'all have, uh, AC. Yeah, man, that was something else. I, mean, I was checking on my neighbor's. That was a rough couple. That was a rough like nine day stint. Yeah, people die. Like, <laughs> if there's heat waves in Michigan, like people die, like in old people homes. Yeah, like people just aren't built for that sometimes. Yeah, it's crazy out there, man. Um, my girlfriend's parents took uh, took some neighbors in that were elderly, so they got they got squared away. But man. Enough about that, like, bro. I I feel like I'm just being fucking boring. Like I like, we're just talking. Yeah, we're like, like this is more of a bar conversation than anything we've ever had. <laughs> that's actually true. So somebody's like, "Oh, what's your podcast about?" And I'm always really sheepish about it. And finally, I was like, the bartender was asking me. The bartender asked me what this, this podcast was about, and I was like, if you've ever sat on the other side of this bar and listen to me talk to one of my buddies, that's exactly what you've already heard. Except nobody wants to fucking listen to it. Like, and he was just cracking up, you know, and he just, he's already listened to it. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but it's for somebody. Right. Well, I I hope, there's a guy out there that I run Somewhere. into. Like, hey man, are you the guy? Could you imagine being stopped in an airport? Just like you're ha- you're you're ordering coffee, and someone's like, "Hey, that's Aaron. How's your day?" <laughs> Fucking a man. I'd have to buy him around on the spot and ask him about their day. Yeah. Hey, hey. how's your day? How's your day, dude? I'm uh, super stoked, man. Um. This upcoming weekend, I'm going to be house-sitting for a buddy of mine. He's taking off, so I'm going to have his dogs. 
I'm going to bring my PlayStation over. I'm just going to get fucked up and uh, play this new video game I've been playing. It's kind of like uh, a World War II strategy game where you move little tanks around on a map. Okay. Yeah, just smoke weed, walk dogs, play the video game, and eat pizza. Like, I'm just fucking chilling, that taking some time good. off Ooh. the bike. Um, like a pizza. Oh, dude. A, a frozen pizza just hits right sometimes. I think I have one last Totino's party pizza in my free, my freezer right now. I've been trying to get I've been trying to get the kids. You know the remember the square pizzas? Oh and yeah. Like like you can do them in the microwave, but true justice is in the oven when they get super crispy. Like I know it's cardboard, but I love it. <laughs> There's a middle ground and uh where I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, and I'm going to feel weird saying this out loud and on the air, ladies and gentlemen, but when the cheese wasn't exactly melted on the cafeteria pizza, I wasn't that mad. When it was just like a little cold. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) that feels, I feel disgusting saying that, but I've said it, and I can't retract it. Yeah, like ah, I like a little ice in my pizza. No, no, no. Come on. You're being funny now. No, yeah, I don't know. I'm saying like if you like you don't mind like it not being melted, like I don't know. Like what if it's still cold cuz it didn't like unfreeze it, right? They weren't making that shit in-house. That was not gourmet. Now fuck no. And it was it's always weird cuz it's like the little small square pepperonis. That's that's every cafe pizza is always just weird square pepperonis. Well, look, man, what do you got coming up? How you been? Um, work, dogs, you've already answered that. You're making some cool-ass food. You got some uh, better plans. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we got a Port A trip coming up uh, after the 4th of July. Go and do, like, three nights at the beach here, which, yeah, the beach is okay. Uh, but it'll be just good, like, family all together, that kind of thing. It's like some sort of condos. There's a pool, then, like, you're right there at the, the ocean, like, the sands right there okay so you're going to be making mojitos or you're going to be making old fashions what are you going to be making as bartender um i'm probably making bud light so i can turn my family gay just trying to turn my family gay so i'm gonna serve bud lights only hey man you all right i'll tell you a story another time but bud lights there you go I don't know. Yeah. So it's funny is I've never like I don't drink Bud Light anyway. So this whole thing is like whatever. But I don't even think about Bud Light when I go into like restaurants or, you know, the grocery store. Never usually think about it. But now every time I go in there, I'm like constantly looking like, all right, how much of it's here? What's the price at right now? Because it's been pretty fascinating and watching this whole you know, Pride Month backlash or whatever stuff with these brands like, but you know, Budweiser, and sure as shit, Budweiser Budweiser products are insanely dirt cheap, and they're also not nearly as promoted in the stores anymore. Hey man, as early as twelve months ago, I've ordered a Budweiser in a bar. 
yeah, well, Bud Heavy's not bad. Like, I've been at, like, r- concerts, and my options are Budweiser, Bud Light, or, like, a Michelob. And I'm like, you know, I'm just, give me a Bud Heavy. Like, I want I want the Budweiser. And when it's ice cold, it's not that bad. It's a lager. It is a perfect lager. Yeah, You said is. that wrong. It is a perfect lager. Um, it is owned by a non-American company, though. Yeah, now it's owned by like what South Inbev. Americans? Oh, they are European. Uh, even worse. That's why it's crazy. Just like some, you know, transgender person got a can with her face on it and shared that to social media, and then the next day you are. 27% below your market share from the previous year. One can. <laughs> Just now there's this complete boycott and now people are ransacking targets looking for weird underwear. What's the world come to? I don't know. Yeah, we need to have a, an episode like once all the dust settled seeing what this like woke backlash on corporations like what that looks like come september are they still you know are their earnings still fucked for the year or is, does it have a real impact or is it just bau going forward yeah it's a good question um my read is that folks are going to have something to say about it being inbev which is a out state for profit entity but then there will also be a bid on, um, from the conservative point of view, they are now concerned with it being a women's rights issue. So it's it's just kind of like spiraling out of control, the whole, whole nonsense. And you're like, man, that was such a fucking Pepsi move to make. And I'm sad that it happened to such a really cool OG American beer brand. Yeah. Um, but InBev does, there's something diabolical about InBev's distribution plan that I, I very much disagree with. So, you know, for what it's worth, like, fuck them. Good luck. Uh, sorry, you stepped on your dick. Jabronis. Obviously. (sighs) Say we call it. We talked about pizza, and I'm really hungry. Yeah, I can call it. <laughs> Dude, it's been good. Uh, I can't wait for JM and only JM to listen to this. He's going to love it. He's good catching <laughs> it with you, bruv. All right, bye. Bye.